All episodes of the Real Women in Business podcast reflect the opinions and views of the guest and Cass McCrory and do not reflect official policy or position of employers or clients. Thank you. You're listening to the Real Women in Business podcast. I'm your host, Cass McCrory, and in this podcast, we highlight women in all kinds of businesses. For yourself, someone else, full-time, part-time, overtime hustle, Together, we will learn from and with one another. And if we get it right, it'll lift us all. Let's get into it. Friends, today we're talking to Erin Mathis. She is a style coach and is focused on helping you feel the way you want to feel and the clothes that make you look the best so that you can make the impact you want to make. If you're anything like me, this past year has thrown your style into a place of, what am I doing? And Erin brings so many insightful pieces of this puzzle, helping us think about how we want to be perceived to what we can add this spring and summer to help us feel fresh. You're going to love this episode. I know I did. Let's get into it. Erin, welcome to the show. Thank you. So glad to be here, Cass. I'd love for you to share in your own words a little bit about who you are and what you do in the world. Okay. I am a style coach for women primarily, and I guide my clients to create authentic style from head to toe that helps them make the impact they want to make, attract the people and opportunities they want to have, and feel the way they want to feel. Oh, that is impactful stuff these days. Yes. I feel like so much has shifted since coronavirus when we, you know, I had an outward persona, a way that I went out into the world and then I only worked from home and yeah, we've got a whole lot more choice in Mm -hmm. how we physically show up these days. Yeah. Where do we even start in figuring out what's our style? Yes. Oh, that's such a great question. We have, I have this fascinating process. I say we, because I learned it from my mentor and we have a styling uh, and training company. We have this process that helps clients and individuals discover their style archetype. We use an exercise called the favorites exercise, where they will pick images from art, nature, interiors, exteriors, or geography nothing related to fashion. So they have to start with pictures that they just visually love. So they look at that picture and it just brings them joy and delight. It's a way to bypass the head and get to the heart of what they visually love. And then I guide my clients to understand what it is. And well, they, they, I draw out, what what is it about this image that you love so much? And we look at descriptive adjectives They might say, oh, I love the pattern, I love the riot of colors, or I love the tranquility, the order, the organization. And those key words actually describe what we call their style core. That's the name of our company, but it describes their style core, kind of who they are as a person, what they're drawn to. And then we translate that to their clothing and accessories. And then the look that we're building actually not only brings delight and joy to them, but it really expresses their personality, their authentic essence. So that's a, it's a fascinating process. <laughs> I definitely want to go through that process. I'm just going to yeah. say that right now, because 
I think the the most challenging piece of this is I I want to show up in a certain way. And I know that I'm not alone in how I feel this. I want to show up a certain way. I want to be taken seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't want to spend a whole lot of mental energy around what I'm wearing every day. That's right. That's right. So I I help my clients to create a lookbook, take some energy a couple times a year, put together a lookbook. And so that when you're deciding what to wear in the morning, you can be scrolling on your iPhone, looking at your pictures in bed while you're drinking your coffee. (laughs) So I'm all about that daily ease of selecting what to wear and having things that really serve your purpose. So one of the things I do, and I'll just mention it here for your audience, probably at least once a year, I do a free challenge and it's going to be coming up in April or May. I'm just uh, pinning the date down now, but it's a free challenge that takes you through this process I'm describing about discovering what you love. But we also ask the questions, how do you want to be perceived? What do you want to attract into your life? Because your style, your image can serve that purpose. Mm. Yeah. You know, we're visual people. We know this, Mm -hmm. you know, there's so much research and analytics around how the visual is an impactful part of people's perception of us. That's right. And, and we often have a lot of energy around our physical appearance. I mean, Mm -hmm. I was looking at the numbers the other day about how much women spend in beauty, how much women spend in fashion, we're investing a whole lot here. Mm -hmm. How do your clients mostly want to feel? Wow. That's a good question. You know, I often work with women, particularly all ages, but particularly midlife and beyond. And one of the big, one of the big words that comes up, how do you want to be perceived? How do you want to feel is relevant, relevant. Um. And I, I really affirm that because We are relevant, especially when we hit midlife. Oh my goodness, we have so much wisdom, maturity. We've learned lessons. We have so much to offer. We have that inside. We've often done that inner work with therapy or just different healing modalities. So now we need to reflect that on the outside. It is really important that we tell the world who we are and what we have to offer. And that doesn't have to fit a mold of like a certain, you know, what a woman's image our society tells us has to look like. It needs to be unique to you, but there are certain elements that psychologically convey what you want to convey. Do you want to look um, powerful? Do you want to have authority? Do you want to look organized? Do you want to look like a team player? There's different things that you can do with your style and your image that will help communicate what you want to communicate so that you can make the impact you want to make. Does that make sense? It does. I think that I, and I'm just speaking for myself and I'm sure that there are women nodding along. I phoned it in recently. (laughs) Yeah. Well, COVID, I mean, goodness, we're in a pandemic and I'm all about that athleisure. Oh my goodness. I love comfort. I actually work from home. I work with a global clientele because I do online style coaching and uh, I'm all about comfort. So, you know, we can be comfortable and it's been weird and different being at home during the pandemic, but 
what I find is people still want to feel pretty and attractive. And even when they're showing up on a Zoom, they want to feel good about, you know, what's showing on screen. So, so yeah. I hear you. A lot of us going through the pandemic, we found it in and now people are kind of ready to like reinvent and come out in the world and show up at parties when the time is right and, you know, embody their, their person, you know, their style. I've always looked at people that have great style and I've found it unattainable. Mm-hmm. How is this just a mindset thing or is this a coaching thing? Like, is it a combination of both of those? Okay, that's interesting. So it just feels unattainable to you. I think a little bit. And I, you know, I have a therapist, right? So we're not Mm -hmm. in a place where I'm getting personal help on this, but I think a lot of women are in this space of like, I see fashionable women. Yeah. And I think, I, I don't even know that I could do that. Yeah. They make it look effortless. And then they when do. I try, I, you know, yeah. When you feel like when, when I try, it just doesn't work or it doesn't come together. So there, it might be a mindset, but I do think that it, it has a lot to do with just training. You know, not everybody's mm. an expert in visual, putting it together on yourself in a way that's flattering. So I take my clients through this seven-step process that I learned from my mentor. My mentor is one of the pioneers in the image consulting industry. So after, you know, decades, she has really refined this amazing process. And I kind of boiled it down to a seven-step process that I'm able to take people through in an online group coaching situation. But it really equips you to understand the things you need to understand for your life to put together your style. So we talk about, we first we explore your style archetype, that, yep. that process I was sharing with you. Then we look at colors and there's some really simple color principles that once anybody understands that, it just makes putting together outfits so much easier. And we sort of look at, you know, I teach a concept and then we look at how to apply it to you as an individual. And then we look at your body silhouette, the right clothing styles. So you don't have to waste your time looking for pants that are never going to flatter you. (laughs) And then we look at hair and makeup because that's part of the whole picture. Yeah. We look at your body scale and proportion and how you balance that with the right, you know, hemlines and how long should your pants be and your sleeve length, things like that. And then we look at your face shapes and how that relates to accessories that are really flattering for you. Then we bring all that learning together into outfits. So I think it feels unattainable. My guess is that many people just don't have these skills. Once you have these skills, it gets a lot easier and it becomes fun. You know, there's there's not the confusion. I think that's what I'm looking for is for it to feel fun again. And I think... Um, you know, as I was thinking about preparing for today and our conversation, I was like, when was the last time I had a really good time Mm. getting dressed and in my closet and my body was a lot different then too. I feel like Mm -hmm. there's so much in body acceptance and dressing Mm -hmm. for the bodies that we have, as opposed to dressing for the bodies that we had 10, 15, four kids ago kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. It's tricky. It is tricky. You know, I I went through just a kind of a personal story on this exact topic. (laughs) I went through in my 
early 40s, I was kind of an older mom, or I started 10 years later than most people start. And so I had young kids in my early 40s. I I had gained weight as is normal after having kids and yeah. you know, being swamped, being having a career, having young children. And I didn't feel good. I was struggling with depression, sometimes anxiety. I think some of it was situational, but it was also just genetic that kind of runs in, in my family. And I didn't feel good about myself. I felt, I, I felt really down and I wasn't loving any of my clothes. So I was obviously trying to climb out of that pit as anybody, as anybody is when they're in a midlife crisis. And um, one of the things I did well, I started to exercise, which just helped me psychologically in addition to helping me get stronger. Sorry, I felt like a- <laughs> Yeah, take, take the time you need. Frog in my throat. <laughs> let me get this, let me get this done with. Okay, hopefully that did it. Um, so yeah, one of the things I did was I gave myself a makeover. Now here I was running a style company, international style company. And even, you know, I felt dowdy and I was overweight. I was carrying like, you know, maybe 35 extra pounds than I would normally carry. And I just had neglected myself. I was on the back burner. So I gave myself a makeover. I went and got, I had kind of let my hair get a little bit darker and I'm, I'm just more blonde at heart. So I went back to my blonde. <laughs> I got hair extensions. I went out and got clothing that fit my curvier body. You know, I was just waiting. I was waiting. Let's just wait till I lose that weight before I invest in myself, which a lot of women do. I'm just going to lose the weight. So I had been stuck there and I finally just decided, no, I'm not going to wait. So I didn't spend a ton of money. Like I, I love to thrift. I went to thrift shops and consignment stores and some brand new and I bought new clothes and then I got them tailored to fit my body perfectly. So, you know, they come in at the waist where I have a little waist. They go out over my curves. I, so I gave myself a makeover with the hair, with the wardrobe. And then I did a photo shoot to kind of capture this new birth of my image. And uh, it actually really helped me kind of lift my spirits. It wasn't the only thing I did, but it was one thing I did for myself. And it really kind of lifted me out of that downer place and launched me out in my career. Because once you get photos of that version of yourself that you've invested in and you put those out in the world, you feel better about yourself, you find some new opportunities come your way. It actually was really a turning point for me from a place of midlife crisis and depression. <laughs> so yeah, my, my encouragement from that story is don't wait to lose the weight invest in yourself now, beautiful clothing that can flatter your body now. As it turned out, once I did that, I started feeling so much better about myself that I'd be just begin to lose the extra weight. So yeah. it worked out. <laughs> I mean, I, even if you never lose that extra weight and you're just a you know curvier version of yourself, that's great. Yeah. I'm all about accepting where I'm at. And I think that there's so much value in and showing yourself that self-love, mm -hmm. but the outward action of not embracing the body that you have and treating mm -hmm. it the way that you would want, like treat this body as your ideal body and see what happens. 
That's right. That is right. Uh, it's transformational to do that. So yeah, don't wait until you lose that extra five, 10, 15 pounds. Just do it. Do it now. Invest in yourself now. You're going to feel better. It's going to change your energy. It's going to change what you attract to yourself and what you put out in the world, your confidence level. Yeah. One of the questions that came up as I was kind of polling our audience of Real Women in Business listeners is, you know, what is something that I can add to my wardrobe this spring, summer, that's going to help it feel fresh? Is there anything in specific that you're like, oh, add something like this and you're going to feel like this is a fresh new ad? Oh, that's fun. I, I think spring and summer, like a really fun maxi dress. So for example, you know, we often don't think of dresses unless we're getting dressed up. But in the spring and summer, you can get a really fun, flowy dress that's right for your body type that you can wear casually. And it's still kind of, you know, it's still casual, but it's got that feminine, you know, feminine emphasis and you feel flowy. And so that can be a really, I think, a fun piece to add. I usually get at least a couple really nice, I say really nice, but they're casual uh, flowy, either it could be a shorter dress or a longer maxi dress, but I wear it as a casual. Yeah. And it doesn't feel too fussy or, you know, it feels really comfortable. It's flowy. So that, that would be the type of piece. <laughs> I love that suggestion. It's so it's accessible and, yeah. you know, you can find a maxi dress at any price point. Mm-hmm. That's right. Like they're available. Yeah. yeah. One, another question that came in as I was asking the group is if you're frequently doing video meetings, is it mm-hmm. better to wear a similar color palette so that you just, people are more focused on your thoughts and what you're saying, or is it better to be different? Uh, the specific fear that came up is a client of mine has a yellow shirt and it is mm-hmm. like, very amazing. It is very amazing. And it is also very yellow, but then Mm -hmm. every time she wears it, it makes such an impact and such a statement that she feels like I have to wear this really irregularly because people say, Oh, you're wearing the yellow shirt again. (laughs) Yeah. What's the recommendation now that we're being so observed from, Mm -hmm. you know, the collarbone up on Mm. video. Yeah, that's a great, we, we definitely, I work with clients for how to, how to think about that. So brighter colors typically attract attention. So when you want to show up and be seen and have the attention go to you, you wear that brighter color. If you're in more of a team capacity where you're in a supporting role, you don't wear the really bright color. You wear a more of what we call an inherent color, which is actually what I'm wearing today. Um, I've got sort of teal green blue green blue eyes and I've got a green blue shirt so that's one of my inherent colors it's a color that's already in my palette um so for example you've got kind of brownish hair so if you wore like a you you probably wouldn't wear necessarily a brown shirt you might or you might wear brown boots but that's not what we're talking about we're talking about screen okay I'm thinking (laughs) chest up so the bright colors uh draw attention Quieter colors recede. Um, You definitely want to avoid really bright prints when you're on screen because it can just be too busy. 
And again, the question that you always want to ask is how do I want to be perceived? So if you're going to wear a bright yellow shirt, you're going to be perceived as fun, cheerful, not afraid to show up. Yeah. If you want to be perceived as the serious expert, you will wear maybe like a, a bit of a suit with a little structure or some like, you know, statement necklace that's got like a powerful statement to it. Um, more of a polished hairstyle, like more controlled hairstyle will communicate uh, professionalism and precision and control. So mm. a more loose flowy hairstyle is more approachable, relaxed, flexible. So I had a lot to think about. There is so much to think about and really looking at it through the lens of how do I want to be perceived? Mm-hmm. It really changes the energy of what I'm doing because it's not about me as much as it is the impact I desire to make. Yes. And, you know, some days, if it's not as important how you're perceived, it might be more important to think about how you want to feel that day. So, you know, you're going out or you're just going to meet some friends on a Zoom or whatever. It's more about how do I want to feel right now? I want to feel cheerful. I want to feel bright and colorful. Or I'm a little quiet, so I'm going to wear one of my quieter colors. Yeah. Or I'm feeling really glamorous. I'm going to put on the jewelry, you know. So some days it's, how do you want to feel? Other days it's um, in situations, it's how do you want to be perceived? What kind of impression do you want to make? Yeah, there's so much to think about. And I can definitely see why working with somebody that has this gift, number one, Mm -hmm. and also the toolkit to say, this is where to go. That could be so helpful. Aaron, it's is helpful. There- I mean, it ultimately just saves time. It saves money. You're talking about, you know, the thing I want to help people avoid is standing in front of their closet and just feeling overwhelmed. And like, they have to take all this mental energy to start their day when they could be putting that out into other creativity. So yeah, just help people eliminate all that confusion and just get right to outfits that feel wonderful and serve the purpose. That. I love that. Erin, is there anything that you wanted to talk about today that we haven't gotten into? Gosh, that's a good question. Um, I think we covered it. I just, yeah, I just want to encourage people that if this is something you want to explore further, definitely take advantage of, I, I've got a, I don't know if you'll include the link, but I've yep, got a freebie and it's like my top five style tips grab that resource because that's a re- free resource and a lot of paid clients this is some of the uh, the top steps that I will give to them and you'll get that for free so grab my free resource and in doing that you can opt to join into my community and I'll keep you posted when I have this free challenge that I was telling you about that yeah. helps you get style clarity by discovering your archetype and things like that so there's some really fun, like completely free ways that you can begin to explore this and dive into it and go, Hmm, how, you know, how is this going to work for me? So that's what I would encourage. I love that. Who are listening. And where, where do we go to get that freebie? I'll include it in the show notes, but say it as well. It's www.thestylecore.com forward slash freebie. F R E E B I E. Awesome. 
And then, then you can check me out at erinmathis.com. You can see kind of the bigger company that I'm a co-founder of, the stylecore.com. We have uh, training and tools for image experts. Love it. I've got a lightning round of questions for you. Okay. What's your go-to song when you want to up your energy? Mm. Can't Hold Us by Macklemore and Ryan, Ryan Lewis. <laughs> have you heard that one? I have, and I love it. I, that's a great song. I love it. Hands what, up. <laughs> what time do you wake up? Uh, usually around 6 a.m. What does breakfast look like? Most often it's poached eggs on sourdough toast. Yum. Do you have a favorite mm -hmm. ritual? Yeah, I love my coffee in the morning. I love to have it sitting on the deck and just taking in the view. <laughs> Are you a morning person or a night owl? I am now a morning person. <laughs> I love Midlife that Midlife and beyond. Yes. Midlife and beyond. <laughs> <laughs> What's a book you've given or recommended the most? You know, I, I would have to say that would be the triumph of individual style. It was written by my mentor and just a lot of people that we work with and who follow us want that book. So we get, we give that and recommend that a lot. Awesome. It's by Aaron, Carla Mathis. Awesome. <laughs> what can someone do to help you feel appreciated? Oh, well, as my family knows, give me a gift card to a massage. I love that. <laughs> I love that. Oh, Erin, I've loved this time. I've had so many takeaways myself. I look forward to your free challenge and I know my listeners will too. Thank you for giving your Yay. gift to us. Thanks for having me, Cass. Have a great day. Thank you.